Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to realize your soul beliefs. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Hello everyone, welcome back for today's stretching of the box of depression and I hope that you guys are growing and learning a few things as we go in even further into talking about what stress has to do with depression. We're going to talk about some of that today. But I want to start out with Psalms 77 verse 10. And I said, this is my anguish, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wondrous wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of all of your deeds. Your way, O oh God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the peoples. You have, with your arm, redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. Isn't that incredible how David goes from such a place of anguish? And then he says, but I will remember the years, the years of the Most High. And all these things that he is going to remember and how he's going to meditate on all of his works. All of what he has done and what he has accomplished. And thinking about what God's strength is. And isn't it awesome if if David can go from that place in his life to turning around to worshiping and not going down to that pit because I mean David experienced a lot of things in his life just a lot from the time that he was a kid being ostracized and put out to pasture because I guess you know nobody bothered people being around so let's send him out to the sheep and he gets to be out there all of those times that he sat in the wilderness all of those times that he took care of the sheep he could remember the works and the wonders of what God did when he killed the bear, he killed the lion. He could remember those things that God has done. So one of the ways that we fight with depression and the way that we are able to walk through depression is to be able to remember the things that God has done. And if you need to make a list of what God has done so you can have a list of remembrance, then that's what you need to do in order for you to um, a, to change your focus from where it has been to where it needs to go. And this is a, a daily thing that we have to do, that we have to remind ourselves because the earth and the world, it comes crashing in. It just crashes in. And those crashes can knock us off of our feet and we can feel like we're drowning But then at some point, the Lord with his hand reaches in and lifts us up out of those places and says, look at me, 
Look at me. I've got this. I'm going to put your feet on this secure rock right here. I'm going to guide your steps so that we can see those things and we can remember those times and it will encourage us for these times. The Lord knew we need encouragement. That's why he told Joshua, set up those remembrance stones going through that river, Jordan, set them up so that when you pass by these stones, you can tell your children what the Lord has done for you. So writing a list down sometimes of what the Lord has done is going to help you be able to stay on that place, on that secure rock and keep our vision in the way in the place that we are supposed to. Because depression will suck the life out of you and we we will just forget we'll not remember how to get that life back we just won't I want to talk just a tiny bit more today about some history of what they have discovered about depression that I think that is important for us to understand because in some of these clinical trials and some of the things that they have done, in one of the biggest study here that was published in 1978 from London, the study we have been talking about, it really shows some other ideas that are behind depression that are not, you're not just chemically happening to you in your body, that your body chemistry is off, therefore you're depressed. They've actually went through research and crunched all the numbers. And, and yesterday we talked some about what they discovered. Today I want to talk a little bit more about how stress, what they discovered of what happens with stress and how stress affects us in our life and how stress actually is a major cause of depression. One of their first findings was it turned out that depressed depressed women were three times more likely to be facing a serious long-term stressor in their lives in the years before they developed depression. So what they did is they, they asked all these historical questions of these people, and so they found out with women who were depressed, they would go back to the year before they got depressed and what was going on. What was going on that year that de- right before depression hit? And they discovered that they had in common a long-term stress-related event. Maybe like marriage, the illness of a child, the, the loss of income. Something created a long-term stressor. And because you know they did not question these people whether they were Christian what their relationship was with the Lord we don't know all we have is these clinical you know medical results from this study so they discovered in in that stressors some of us have had long-term stressors in our life we've had a, a, a sick child that has has needed us we've had a sick child and a sick parent We've had both, or we have one, we have the other, we have um, loss in our life, we have job stress, and of course now being stressed is like the cool thing to be. If you're, if you're not stressed out in the world, then somehow or another you're 
you're just not, you know, doing so well. You're not participating in the human walk of life that everybody has. So, you know, you ask people, oh, well, you know, just, you know, well, work is just a little stressful. Well, you know, home is just a little stressful. Life, you know, and um, depression will surely follow if we do not get a good grasp, a good hand on that stress. So in your life, we all have these moments, we all have these times, you know, like it, it does crashes in, it does feel like the walls close in sometimes and there is stress, there's those sleepless nights that we all have. But as Christians, what do we do with that stress? What do we do with how we deal with the walls closing in on us? As Christians, we've been promised, hey, there's a place that you can come, that you can get rest. Come to me, all ye who are weary and heavy burden, and I will give you rest. So sometimes we have to work really hard at getting rid of the burden. We have to get rid of the burden. And getting rid of the burden doesn't mean that suddenly now, that whole situation is now, I don't know, fixed, gone, or settled, or whatever. Whatever conflict it is, is suddenly over. But it means that you're giving up that yoke, which is not what we're supposed to be yoked to, right? It means that we're walking in a spiritually wrong direction. We're walking spiritually off the path because his yoke is easy. And that stress will cause us to have those sleepless nights. Then we get tired. And then once we get tired, and then we get more stressed because we don't have the energy to keep up with it. And, um, we don't do the things that we normally do in our life because life has turned upside down and crisscrossed and backwards and we don't know what to do. And um, all of those things come crashing in on us. But where do we spend that moment of time as Christians and giving up that heavy burden, exchanging that yoke, letting him take that so that we can have the strength that he promises us. He promises that he gives us strength. He will calm our soul. He will give us peace. This is part of what his promise is. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So he will strengthen you. As Christians, we are not to walk through stressful events like the world does. We are not. We are called to this place where we can find surrender, where we can find the peace. We can find that place where we just go, oh, thank you, Jesus. And we and we know we are loved by him, which creates within our own physical bodies the ability to rest, the ability to sleep, the ability to deal with the next situation. If we do that, so many times as Christians, we, we kind of throw up the half-hearted prayers for doing this, doing that. And we, you know, Jesus, just help us, help me, help, you know, whatever. Which is fine if that's all you got at the moment. But at some place in the middle of the night when you can't sleep, you got to take that to him and let him restore your soul. That's what he promises. So really watch stress. Watch how you say you're stressed. Watch, watch what you think is stress. 
watch that you're not confessing that you're stressed all the time. Because if you are, you're doing something wrong. We're not to walk as the world walks. We're not to be stressed by what we see on the news. Although sometimes it is stressful and you have to turn around, you have to release it and you have to look at God, look at what he's doing. Look, write down those things you remember, right? You let go of it and you move on. You let go of it and you move on and you pray. So today, just kind of take a mental note. What's going on? Where am I? What's, what's stressful in my life? How is this affecting me? And what am I carrying as the stress? And what is it that I'm, I'm kind of secretly worrying about and turning over and over again that I haven't really completely released to the Lord? Because those things are hard. Just take a mental note of that. Just lift it up to the Lord in prayer and tuck it under Him and see what He does. Thank you guys for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thanks. Bye-bye. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.